Hey, welcome back to Mamas Have Special Needs 2. This is episode 87. And for this episode, I was cruising through my podcast and looking at some of the stats, and I saw that my episode on self-neglect was the most downloaded episode that I have. So I went back and I listened to it again, and I have to say it's a really good podcast. Like I was listening to it going, okay, what I'm going to listen to it and see if there's anything I can add to it. See if anything, any additional information I want to give these ladies about self-neglect. And let me tell you, it covers it. It's good. So I actually want to bring it forward to the top of my podcast list again and play it for you here because it just dives into some pretty amazing perspectives of why self-neglect is so popular among mothers particularly, and why it is even more popular, I think, among mothers that are caring for children that have special needs. Why we wear it as a badge of honor, and if it actually works. Like, is it actually making us a better mother, legitimately? Um, So, I want to play that again for you here, and I hope you enjoy. Hey, welcome to episode 43 glorifying self-neglect. All right, this one is for the mamas today. Mamas, I got a good one for you. Obviously, dads, listen on in because this may be something that applies to you. It's just more commonly noticed among the women. So today I got an email from one of my coaches, um, Jody Moore, and in it, she was sharing um, some of her thoughts on a video that she had watched recently. And I've watched this video before. So today I want to share with you a little bit about this video and how, although it initially is having a good message, it is communicating and glorifying self-neglect and how that cultural idea is really causing a lot of unnecessary suffering for moms and then an added level of suffering for moms raising girl or kids with special needs. All right, so I'm actually gonna read to you straight out of the email that I got from my coach uh, because it was just so good. I was like going to reword it and I was like, no, I have to share exactly what's in the email with these mamas because it's worded so well and then I'll give some of my thoughts afterwards. So she says about the video, It starts out with this mother who's clearly overwhelmed and overloaded with responsibility. She wipes down the whole house by herself, goes to pick up the kids, cares for them, cooks for them, and even though she's at the center of chaos, people ask her for favors throughout the day. Lo and behold, she says yes to everything. Now that she's taking care of other people's kids, running errands, and all while this is happening... The only moment that she's excited for in her day is going to see her cousin at the airport during a layover. And guess what? She misses it. At first, she's let down that she couldn't do the one thing that she was looking forward to, but the video ends with the people in her life giving gratitude for all the help that she's given. And while this idea of no good deed goes unnoticed is a great message, the video is also broadcasting a secondary message. Serving others at the expense of abandoning yourself is real love. 
This made me so mad. Not because this one video, not because of this one video. This is the message that society is giving to mothers. There's a very fine line between pointing out the nobility of sacrifice in servicing and people-pleasing. Servicing is something that you choose to do. People-pleasing is something that you feel obligated to do. It's at your own expense. Go the extra mile for your loved ones and make them feel special and take care of them, some will say. But it's no longer a case of going the extra mile to take care of others. It's about how every mile is the extra mile. It's about going 10 extra miles with no care for yourself and thinking that that's okay. That's how we end up glorifying neglect. See, through my years of coaching tens of thousands of mothers, by far the biggest contributor to unhappiness and unfulfillment is self-abandonment. But why? It's because much like yourself, they're always saying yes to everyone else and no to just about everything for themselves. Whether you realize it or not, you are watering a seed of resentment that was planted long ago and now you're experiencing this lack of fulfillment. The more we glorify neglect, self-neglect at that, the more unfulfilled we become in our lives. Now that's the end of our email. I want you to take a minute to think about this kind of pandemic that's been happening for decades. That real love, real motherly love is self-neglect at its finest. And those mothers that take time to take care of themselves and be away from their children or find someone else to care for their children for portions of the day even is the sign of a mother that doesn't prioritize her kids or that doesn't really have deep love for them, right? And maybe this isn't something that is explicitly talked about, but it is an implicit idea, subconscious, so much so that it's like it's a known fact instead of just an idea that's not serving us. So please hear me when I say that sacrificing everything for your kids at your expense, does not make you a good or better mother. Even when it comes to your children that have special needs. Just take a minute and look at the results that that kind of a life actually gets you. So just to name a few things that I thought of, one is sleep deprivation, right? Which gives you poor health overall especially a foggy brain and not able to think clearly and show up clearly. Now, in many situations, sleep deprivation is something that you cannot get around, right? Newborns is one thing that most people experience. But when you have a child that wakes up in the middle of the night, often because they need treatment in the middle of the night, you have to be more strategic with how you get your sleep instead of one long stretch of eight hours. Another thing is poor nutrition, emotional and physical isolation from other people because you're spending all of your time with your kids, which can then blossom into resentment for your kids, for their disability, for your family, 
it can blossom into self-hate because of the life that you're experiencing. It's not fulfilling. It can blossom into low self-confidence or self-esteem. So these are things that happen when we neglect ourselves. And then they breed things like undermining the relationships that you have with your family because you resent them so. Extended or chronic health issues physical health issues, emotional health issues, mental mental disorders and emotional disorders that can develop from chronic self-neglect. So although you are offering up so much service and help for your family, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, right? But when you're doing it at your own expense and you're doing it through self-neglect, you are actually missing out on experiencing your family and yourself, and your life. You're missing out on enjoying it because you are exhausted. And not just from the work that it takes to take care of your child. You're exhausted because you're not making the time to go put fuel in the car. You're not prioritizing vehicle maintenance, right? To continue with the car analogy. Not only are you exhausted and sick, but you carry resentment towards those you serve, those you serve out of obligation, not because you want to. And an obligation that is fueled by the idea that you don't have a choice or that there is no other choice, but to have it be done in this way, the way that involves you neglecting yourself. The end result is that you just feel like absolute crap. But then... Often it's taken a step further where this self-sacrifice, this glorifying of self-neglect is now worn as a badge of honor. Proof that the love that you have for your children is real. You love your children so much that you stopped going to the gym. You stopped going out on dates with your spouse. You stopped going out with friends. You stopped participating in family gatherings when you were there for the sake of your child. And please hear me clearly, the problem is not not going to the gym and not going on dates and not being present for family activities or things like that. The problem is when you don't like that those things aren't happening. And instead of changing it and shifting your life to get different results, you wear your struggle as a badge of honor to justify and glorify your own self-neglect. Another thing that I've noticed is that those around you also like to glorify your self-neglect and struggle, especially the moms with something like, wow, you are such a super mom. I don't know how you do it. I couldn't do it. I absolutely admire what you're willing to do for your kids and how you're willing to set yourself aside for them. Now, please also hear me. There are times that are appropriate for that. I myself have done that. I've stopped my education to pursue a program that can help my children right now. But I did it from a place of peace, of confidence, and it's something that I wanted to do. And I know that because I don't feel resentment for my children. I don't feel like I have to do this. And if I don't, then I'll look like a bad mom or I don't have another choice or, or any of that. I feel at peace, I feel confident, and I am happy about the decision. It's, it, 
it reaps totally different results. Even though the action of stopping school may have been the same action, how you feel and the results that come from that because of how you feel about your decision is totally different. So it's amazing to me how much other people and especially other mothers will offer their admiration in the sacrifices I'm making. Now, please hear me also that it's not their admiration that should necessarily be faulted, but what I make that mean about me. So what I see happening is that receiving that praise is something that can become addicting. Or it's like, whoa, this feels really good. Like I'm getting attention in a positive way, which I don't really get, especially if I've been isolated a lot and I'm lonely and starving for adult interaction, which is a thing, right? That when you receive that praise, it's like, wow, maybe I'm doing something right. Maybe this is the way to do it. And and I really do love my kids and that's why I'm doing it. Even though I know I'm feeling resentful about it, like But if these ladies are seeing it and they're seeing that it's a good thing and they're encouraging me and they're admiring me for it, then maybe it is a good thing, right? And then you start to believe that self-neglect, in fact, is the way of a good mother. And it's what should be done. That's a sign and evidence that you really do love your kids and that you're going to give everything for them. But then what you'll notice is that that praise and admiration is not enough to keep you going on the day-to-day basis because that self-neglect will undermine any praise that you get from anybody. And when you have that self-neglect, again, you feel like crap. And if you feel like crap, you act like it, which means that although you're doing your best to care for your kids, that crap's likely going to come through in how you act, right? You're at your wit's end. You snap. You yell, or maybe you neglect them a little bit because you just can't handle it, right? There, there's there's just simply nothing left of you to give because you've gone not just the extra mile, but the extra 100 miles at your own expense. You have no fuel left, and you're stranded there in the middle of the desert with no help because you took yourself there with no help, no support. You went unsupported all that way because it was a badge of honor, to be the one that could do it all. Remember that if you treat yourself poorly, poor is the quality of care and connection that you can deliver and that you can have. I'm going to say that again. If you treat yourself poorly, self-neglect, poor is the quality of care and connection that you will get or give. So ask yourself, Am I actually a better person because of how I'm choosing to live the life I've been given? Am I actually a better person because I'm neglecting myself in favor of taking care of my kids? And ask yourself, is there another way? Or maybe not even that, but what is the other way? What will it look like to take care of myself and my children? Not one or the other, because that's a very false idea. The idea that if I don't take care of my kids and I try to take care of myself, oh, not even that, actually. If I try to take care of myself, automatically my kids will be neglected or get less quality care. 
And that is not true. Right? Test it out. Test it out and you'll see that's not true. When you take care of yourself, you have more to give. When you stop glorifying neglecting yourself in favor of your children, you may not get the praise that you used to get. You may not get the encouragement that you used to get. But also you won't need it because you will have a full tank to pull from. And those moms and those women that understand that, they will start showing up in your life and they will be there for you and your kids in a way that you feel supported. You'll get the support you'll need. You'll get to go out with your friends. You'll get to do those things that are rejuvenating for you and get that connection. And you'll have more to give to your kids. You'll be able to connect with them genuinely. You'll be able to enjoy them more. Resentment will leave. Fulfillment will come. And you'll attract more of the people in your life that are supportive of that balanced lifestyle. Even though you've been given a different hand in life than many people, you'll be able to play it much more strategically. Does that make sense? I hope it does because it's been life-changing for me and I know it will be for you. The payoff of meaningful self-care is huge for you and for all of the people that know you and that interact with you and that you have an influence over. So if you have questions about self-care, I want you to listen to my episode called Self-Care That Doesn't Suck because it clears up a lot of self-care myths, gives a lot of good ideas and helps you understand what real self-care looks like. Okay. It's got some great, great material. So I encourage you to go over there and listen to that if you're needing a deeper dive into self-care itself. All right, mamas, that's what I got for you today. It's been awesome thinking about you and thinking about what I can offer to you. If you have ideas, questions, comments, let me know about it. Share this podcast with your friends and family, and I will see you again next week. Until then, take care.